0: Coach, it's, uh, I I want to talk about the game winner by Moose, but we have to talk about, I think, Pablo's goal. Have you ever seen a goal like that? I'm seeing some stuff online about how it may be the best long-distance goal in MLS history. Um, So I just wanted to ask you if you've ever seen anything like, like it, and maybe more importantly, if you had a feeling that maybe there was something with like the way that Miller played or that kind of thing that, that could lead D.C. open to a strike like that.
1: Yeah, no, I've seen very few of those. Um, You know, I think uh, I remember when I was playing, uh, ironically, against D.C. United when I was in Miami, Echeverry scored a a goal from midfield as well. But I think this one, the angle in which he put it in, the distance from which he shot it, the execution um, was top class. And, you know, throughout our scouts, our coaches did a great job identifying that Miller plays off his line. And as the game was progressing, he was very aggressive in his positioning. And uh, just, you know, we said just to keep your eye on it, Pablo has a wand for a left foot. Um, and, you know, it's just it's an amazing football play, man. Super happy for Pablo.
0: John, did you have a follow up? Uh, yeah, because obviously, I mean, that goal is it's going to lead all sorts of highlight packages. And I saw Center even took notice of it. So congrats on uh, the club being on ESPN's Top 10 <laughs> tonight, I guess, probably. Uh but it probably doesn't mean a whole lot without that goal that Moose scores uh there. So just the the response to kind of well what did you kind of say to the club at halftime, I guess, to to make sure that they they didn't take their foot off the gas, they didn't try to kind of smash and grab park the bus, whatever you want to say, that sort of thing.
1: Yeah, you, you know, I think uh playing a man up or down is always a tricky uh proposition, you know. I think for us what we wanted to prove uh and we talked about it at halftime is 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 being quicker with our ball movement and uh, giving better angles and and I think on the second goal we did a good job isolating in the wide areas and Driss made a great play, Danny made a great one run and it was it was a good goal. And then you know uh, conversely on the defensive part of it, it's it's a really tricky proposition as well, knowing that uh, we want to get pressure on the ball, but they got for me one of the best strikers, you know, not only in this league but in the world, um, who's a giant. Um, amazing with his head and he's got gloves for feet. And, and so understanding the, the, the difficulties, we want to get after the ball because we're plus one, but we also know that getting after the ball will open us up in the middle of the field. Um, and I think the guys did a great job of balancing that out. Um, and you know, getting pressure on the ball. And then, you know, I think the area that, you know, we, we just got to take our chances better. We created a couple other, um, good opportunities. Um, but, but, but again, I think the performance, the effort, the execution of the game plan was spot on.
0: Just one more from me, if I could ask about Andres on that second goal, the creativity and the playmaking ability kind of came out. He he was, I know you guys brought him in as a goal scorer, but did you think that you could get that sort of kind of creative maestro playmaking flair, flair, like he showed in the, the cross the setup loose uh
1: you know i'd say that uh you know he's shot he's he's shot just to the good with his ability to to isolate in the wide areas and make plays you know oftentimes and you know he, his crosses are always deliberate they're not hopeful crosses he doesn't just chip a ball in there he's always looking beyond the back line um and and kind of sets up his uh you know his 1v1 according to where the players are on the field so as as a young player coming into a new league he's he's been fantastic and uh you know it's it's going to take some time for him to to understand the moments you know when there's oftentimes that midfield where he feels he's you know he's isolated but is this a moment to really go forward is this a moment to bring your team up um and 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 i think today he had a decent balance of that um and uh again a special player making making plays
0: dana
1: i'll let you go ahead yeah hey coach um I was going to say you kind of touched on it earlier about uh you go up a man with about what 64 minutes left in the game or so. Uh how key was it to stay patient and not press because that could lead to a to a counter. I don't know how many team how many times your team's been up a man uh this season. It doesn't seem too many times. Um how how impressed were you by the patience picking their spot and how much did that man advantage have to do with Pablo being able to hit that 60-footer? yeah i i think you know obviously uh, like i said earlier um when you're a man up the way we we normally like to do it is is basically go man to man and have a plus one in the back um but but again that's a it's a double-edged sword when you have Benteke up front um because then you're 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 asking guys that are significantly shorter um and and not as robust as as he is to to then bring the ball down and and you know they're they're The the chances that they had all all came from him being able to secure the ball and spring their 10s into the attack Um, and did a really good job of that. And I think for us, um, that was one of the things that we talked about at halftime um, is making sure that we stay connected as a group and we'll give them a little bit of possession, but the moment the ball goes over their heads that that we all connect and uh, the pivots more more times than not dealing with Benteke and our back line dropping off. There's a couple times we didn't do that. And we got carved open. But but I think overall, the discipline um, to stay focused in those moments, because, again, the, you got to think about the human psychology. You're up a man. And so you think that my positioning isn't important. Well, if you have two or three guys saying that now you're down three men. Right. And so uh, for me, it was a game of concentration and discipline. And the guys executed to a T. I like think I said 60 footer I've been watching golf so I'm obviously 60 yarder there but how much did that have to do with Pablo's goal being up a man or would that have happened regardless if it was 11 on 11 well again I think uh I think it happened before the red card if I'm not uh if I'm correct it was after um yeah it was a little after okay um yeah I I think though his again his positioning was really really I mean I, you know I don't know what to say about it, but um, what I will say is a, is a masterclass of skill, execution, um, vision. Um, and and again, I think that moment now settles the team in a little bit and allows us to kind of stick to our game plan versus coming from behind, which uh, obviously the game plans fly out the window.
2: Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.
1: Ari, anything from you?
0: I'm okay. Thank you. Awesome. All right. Thank you, guys. Well, Jason, do you have anything? I just wanted to ask um, on on Pablo, you mentioned he has the one with the left foot he ever done anything like this
1: on this level at training preseason anywhere? Uh, He has in training a couple of times and he's always got that. He's always looking forward. And that's, you know, Pablo's biggest asset when you have a left foot, like he does, and you can spray the ball like he does and effortlessly, you know, he, he does it from a standing position where most people need to get the ball out of their, their feet. You know, it's almost like a golf swing where the ball's kind of stuck underneath them and he's just got an uncanny ability to spray the ball. And so, um, this year, uh, even though he's he's one of our more defensive players, uh, you know, as far as his role, his ability to put points on the board for us this year has been fantastic. I'm Great to ask real quick though, Pablo. I don't know if you know. Tonight was our your eighth game unbeaten on the road across all comps. That matches a club record. Uh, going to St. Louis coming up, it it's
0: that's been pretty notorious at home. That you know, obviously we struggled with at the beginning of the season. How does two back
2: to back road wins? Get this team kind of pumped for next
1: week. Yeah, you know, I think the way we talk about, um, you know, the the team we want to be is is eliminating that variable that you're you're at home or you're away from home. Uh, I think for us, it's it's trying to get one day better uh, individually and, and as a collective. And I've seen in, in the last few weeks a growth of a team that is is doubled down on that. Um, and, and now we got to go to a difficult place to play, but but I think the the momentum and the confidence is always an important thing to start the game. And I think we're going in this game thinking that, you know, we can go in there and if we put a good game together, we can we can, you know, take some points. And so for me, it's about uh coaching for for the season and taking each game as they come and doing the best we can in those games.
2: Awesome. Thanks, Bobo.
1: Thank you.